Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 21st, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. Call me the ice. What's happening, dudes? <laughs> and L- Luna? <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, minasan. You can just call me Luna. Luna this. <laughs> How are we doing today? What have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray. I will assume the ice for some strange reason. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good assumption. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I, I have been listening to the ice. It's it's like I only have like a small amount of free time to listen to, to music. That's not like ongoing projects and all that. So I've just been leaning really heavy into the, the, the ice but uh, LOL did drop two brand new digital singles, uh, one over a week ago and then uh, one just a couple of days ago. So I've been listening to those as well. Those are really solid songs, both. And I have been listening to Living It Up by The Rampage from Exile Tribe, which was the second song on their uh, last single, which I know me and Ken weren't the biggest fans of the A song. But the B song is... Actually, I think probably their best song they've ever cut. Other than that, nothing too much. Yeah, I'm still mostly listening to The Ice because Image is amazing. Amp is a great single. And, you know, Face is still an amazing album. But my LOL Lightning album that I ordered in July and my Color Creation second palette both came in this week. One Monday and the other Tuesday. So, yes! Yes, I am hyped. I'm I'm going to be listening to those sometime in the near future, but not today. <laughs> what have you been listening to, Luna? So I haven't been listening to as much this week, but our music corner, of course, and been listening to a lot of Scandal, Lisa, Kodakumi, um, Yayui Diamond, as she dropped a song digital single i should say and it's amazing and i'm trying i'm blanking really on what else because it, it's pretty much been same old same old my usual jump and rhyme put it that way so what about you ken what have you been listening to so there's a little bit of a gray area here because this is a song that is used for a japanese game but it's sung in english mostly because i've been really really hyped for it so i've been listening to bury the line which is Virgil's battle theme for Devil May Cry, the new one. So I'm actually really, really excited for Devil May Cry. And uh, the songs that they usually choose for for the, for this is really, really good. DMC usually has an amazing soundtrack, and I remember the Virgil song being particularly superb. So Yeah, the special edition I, I one is up, absolutely yeah. freaking amazing, so... Oh, I haven't listened to any of the special edition stuff yet. I'm hoping to pick up DMC5 special edition sometime soon. It's the song that they oh. use to advertise the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds spectacular. So I'm just like, oh my god, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it's considered because it's released under Capcom. The song's released under Capcom by technicality, but... But besides that, I've been listening to Lisa's new album, Leo 9, which is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. I haven't been able to watch or listen to Homura, which is the latest single. A little bit more on that. Mostly because I've been just so focused on her album, which is um, just fan-freaking-tastic in my personal opinion. But besides that, I've been listening to... 
that, I've been listening to Tendre's Life Less Lonely mini album. Been going back to Whenever You Call by Arashi again. And I'm just like, you know, it took me a while to kind of... I, I like the song. I, I Obviously, I like the song. But it took me a while to kind of get over my initial criticisms of it. And it's actually one of the songs that I've been going to a lot as of late. So it's that's one thing. But besides that, let's continue on to the news here. And there's actually a couple of release news and a couple of big regular news here. But one sad news, but... With that, let's continue on to the first part here. And the mannequin rap duo Femme, when they originally made waves with their track, F the Boys Get Money, their newest song, Chewing Gum Cleaner, hit all digital streaming services last week. And they actually made a pretty neat sci-fi, cyberpunk-inspired music video, which you guys got to go check out. If you guys don't know more in about them you can check out our site we included a bunch of information about them and they had like these outgoing costumes that you just gotta see so go on our site to check out more information about that and then continuing on up to the rock band lion chameleon they just released their latest album jujem overseas across using the lovely JPU records and they announced that they will be re-releasing their debut album Wotoshina on JPU records as well so if you guys want to support them directly in a viable means that isn't through digital means go through JPU records you can check out all the information about that on our site including a small little interview that we were able to procure about the new updated version of Wotoshina on our site as well. So it's pretty cool for that. And then continuing on up to the popular rock band Nekaitaki announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Dare ga Tameni Chika Pikao Wa Naru on October 28th across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be the latest release done by the band since their major label debut album Zoo and will be their first major label single done by them through Sony. This is set to be used for the opening anime theme song for the comedy anime Secret Society Eagle Talent Golden Spell, which you can watch if you're in the United States on Crunchyroll right now. Voc- vocalist Mosa designed the cover for the single herself, and it's in the style of the anime, so you can check out more information about that on our site, including a small little sneak peek on the song on our site as well. So next up is Korean pop group Stray Kids have announced their newest Japanese album, and it's actually their first mini album. So it is called All In, and it will be released on November 4th. To get bands hyped for this, they announced their release schedule, which you can find on our site. By the time you hear this, the release schedule is out, so make sure you check out the music video for All In. You can also check out the track listing covers And all of the additions for All In, as this group literally went all in for this first mini album in Japan. You're talking four editions, and you can read about it all on our site. And highly uh, recommend checking it out. Right now we have their latest music video, uh, Kamisama Menu, on there. And it's the Japanese version. And make sure you check it out. Thank you. And then to hype up the release of her upcoming album... Vocalist Sakura Fujiwara released the trailer for 
her album Supermarket and the music video for the lead track super good on her YouTube channel along with her track Monster also. As previously reported, the album released on October 21st and will be her latest album done by the vocalist since Play back in 2017. It'll come with four editions, which you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video for Monster and the track listing as well. And continuing on up to another lovely debut from the Produce 101 Japan, so we'll I guess we'll know how that'll sound like. <laughs> the nine-member boy group Engine announced that they will be making their major label debut with Universal Sigma in December. And as previously announced, they were originally formed during the Produce 101 Japan program last year. And they look to take the industry by storm once again with their high-energy tracks. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the YouTube Live on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about singer and musician Millet, as she has announced she's going to be dropping a brand new single titled Who I Am, which is set to drop on December 2nd. The lead track for this is going to be used for the upcoming serial drama Nanari no Hisho, uh, The Seven Secretaries, uh, which is set to debut on October 22nd. And Who I Am was also produced in collaboration with Toru from One OK Rock, who has worked previously with her with on her song Inside You. So uh, we have uh, Who I Am is being released in two editions total. Uh, we have the music video for Inside You. So if you're interested in checking out their first collaboration, you can definitely do that in the article on the site, along with the pre-order links for the two editions and more details about each edition on the site as well, along with a full track listing. I am so excited about this. You have no idea. I already got my copy pre-ordered because I love Millet. And then continuing on up to debuting seven-member group Wings of Artemis gave us more details about their members, including the announcement of their brand new single, Saishu Zenya slash Monster Beats, that will be releasing on January 5th next year on 2021. Produced by the record label Rockfield, the group holds the concept of the seven pillars uh, that have descended from the Greek Greek mythology in order to give the human world love, courage, and friendship into this chaotic world. Look forward to the debut along with the special announcement video that we inputted on our site. And then continuing on up to voice, a popular voice actress, Azusa Tadukoro released the music video for her track Yasashi Sekai on Lantis's YouTube channel. Used to be the opening theme song for the fantasy anime by the grace of gods. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist's rivals back in November of last year and will be her 11th single overall. You can check out all the information about this on our site. The single will release with two editions, which you can check out on our site as well. And then lastly, for release news, Music Corner alum Lucky Tapes announced that they will be releasing a brand new album, Blend, on November 25th. This will be the latest album done by the group since dressing back in 2018 and will be their fourth album overall. The album will drop with 12 tracks total and include previously released digital singers, singles, Actor, Mars, and Blue featuring Koji Koji, and of course Trouble. This will release with two editions, and 
You can check out more information about that on our site, including the pre-order links and the lyric video for their track Laundry that also just launched on our site as well. And now going on to a couple of regular news here. First off, it's going to be, oh boy, I've been kind of waiting for this. Popular idol group SKE48 announced a brand new single that will release on 2021. However, that isn't the only news to come out of this. This came from their 12th anniversary live fest that happened this past week. And this single will serve as member Judina Matsui's graduation single, who will leave in the group in February. Unfortunately, there is no additional information about this at the time of reporting, but you can check out the announcement video for it on our site. I knew she was going to graduate. This was going to be yeah. But I am excited for this. I'm eager to see what what she's gonna do. Uh, I'm I'm eager to see like what she's gonna do post graduation because I know she wants to be an actress. So I, I'm, she's I'm kind of she been can... doing whatever. I've been kind of saying that she's haven't been lining up gigs. Let's just say that much. But I would like to do a little mini thing with this later on because this will be the third third or fourth quote unquote graduation single that we've been dealing with. I would like to kind of do a thing where we compare all three songs. And that would see be nice. Whose was the best? Because we have hers, we have Yamamoto Sayaka's, and we have yep. Sashi Harino's one as well. Ooh, that's going to be. I don't know. I remember one of those being kind of lackluster. I just can't remember which one. It, it was Sashi Hara's, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has some fantastic songs, but her graduation song was not. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was. It was. Just I mean, we can also throw in the ringer, and we can put my Shirashi's one. Also, I I personally did not like it, but I, I really like my Shirashi's. Uh, but if we're if we're gonna do that, we might as well also throw in Nanase. No, oh, um, well, I mean, Nanase's one is gonna be the best if that's the case. Yeah. Yes. Well, we don't know how how good Jurina's is gonna be, but yes, it's yes, Nanase's gonna beat it. <laughs> It, it, I, I, I know, know that for sure. I, I know that for sure. Unless it knocks the socks out of me, I have not looked forward to an SKE single in a long time. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say this much. Frustration was frustrating. And any other single that, she, that they released true. after that hasn't been kicking the door down, so to speak. But we shall see. Yeah, no. Every like Frustration was really like the... One of like the first singles I heard from them that I was like, I don't know about this. And then everything after that has been lackluster to say the, the bare minimum. Yeah, the last one I liked was probably Mushikina Idol. Or um I know that's been a while for SKE. Uh I really like Ikenari Punchline. I still I still find that. I still didn't like that song. one. Um there was another one I liked. It was they even, the cover was them so, bowling. And even so if it was Ikinari Punchline, that's over two years ago now. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. that that was two years ago. Yeah. Like recently I haven't liked anything by them and I'm disappointed because I loved Mushiki Na Idol, but I felt like everything became very bland after that and I think frustration just kinda did it in for me and I but, you know, if they come back with something I hope it's good, but we'll, I just we'll, have my we'll doubts. We'll see. We'll see. I mean We'll have this single to kind of the this. They're probably gonna go all out for this one, I would think. I would really, really freaking think they would go out for this. At, and at least next, I would hope so. And the next one, because literally it's their reset button. Because at this point, who do they got? They got 
they got Suda Akati, which isn't going to do much. I'm Not to say much about Suda Akati and her staying power as a center. Personally, I don't think she has it. Well, also, she's been with the group a long time. I wouldn't expect she's her to be with the group. She's been with the group as long years. as Judy, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she, She's probably going to be with the group another year or two, and then she's probably out, too. Yeah. So, but... I just, I don't, the thing is with this, like, I mean, I don't want to get into it now because I could go on about this because you can see the trajectory of people who graduate, what happened to them after. It's only 1% if that continue on with the industry. It's, it's a very low percentage. And if it's not, it's something really, really weird. Like, for example, they either become CEUs and they become really, really successful or they have their own garnage of actor or become an actress, but even so, that's still pretty low. Or they become a model. In it's usually the eighty percent of that one percent is they become models, or they have their own clothing line. Because I can see, I can see Jarena being a model. Like yeah, she's got the, the she aptitude has the, for it. She has well, she also has the the figure for it fairly tall fairly fairly athletic body not to kind of say bad about the other members but the, she has that aptitude of becoming a model yeah no I, I i completely agree but yeah i mean we'll 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 see what happens here i knew this was going to happen eventually but but that let's let's continue on to another piece of down news and Oh man, this is uh, this is not good. So first and foremost, we have to report this that the band Akai Cohen's Misa Suno had unfortunately passed away, and it looks like um, suicide was also a part of this as well. She was found on October eighteenth, and this says something about the industry this you, we don't want to keep reporting about this this is the fifth person over the past seven months seven to eight months that has passed away i'm not saying that the well, it's not even the pandemic because at this point they were already out that has been doing everything with everything going on but it's really sad to kind of see this and it's not just Japanese, it's Korean also. Korean is just the whole Asian market as of right now. hasn't been doing so well. But it, the band commented on the news and they said that both members and the staff cannot really accept what happened because it just happened so suddenly. And that the funeral will be held by close relatives and friends of the family. And it sucks because they just were going to release a new single, too. This is another Miura situation where they're just going to put out a new single. It, and, it's just unfortunate. She, she was 29, and she's... The thing is, too, what really gets me is she's not only the lead guitarist for this band. She's also the, the lyric writer and composer for other artists in the industry because I know this because I've covered her stuff about her being a composer and a lyric writer for a lot of others, other idols and other bands and stuff like that, because she was very in, in it with the industry. That's why I, I couldn't believe that Akai Cohen was still continuing. Cause I thought she moved on and did this whole producing role because she was with 
ID Suzuki, she wrote songs for Morning Musume, Subaki Factory, just to name a few. And Smap. It's, yeah, Smap also. It's 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 just sad. You know, we give our thoughts and prayers to Suno's friends and family through this terrible time, but it's just really depressing as of late because it's getting to the point that almost every month that we're talking about this. Yeah, and, and I'll I'll say for any listeners out there, uh, if you're listening to this right now and you're feeling depressed or down, uh, don't be afraid to reach out and, you know, get help. You know, there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody about uh, your your problems and your emotions. I know, like, there's a stigma about that, but if you're, you know, if you're down or if you feel like you might hurt yourself, please seek help, whatever you can, because... You, you know, you, you can't replace you. And it, it really stinks that we, 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 you know, we have to cover the news and we have to talk about this. But, you know, it, it's really, really sad. And, you know, let's do our best to keep stories like these from happening. Yeah, I it's just really disheartening to see this as, I mean, she was young and had so much going for her. But at the same time, you know, we don't know what she was going through and we know she was producing and doing a lot of work and she was an amazing at what she, she was amazing at what she did, but I'm sure she had a lot of personal struggles and I, I'm just really sad to hear that it came to this. And like Ray said, if anyone's struggling, please reach out. We all need to be there for each other and everyone, you know, try to work together to, to get through everything that's going on. And with all this happening in Japan and Korea, it's just been overwhelming as, like Ken said, it feels like every month. And I, you know, it makes you wonder if there's a change that needs to be made in the entertainment industry and them to protect some of the struggles these artists go through is I'm sure they're feeling immense pressure and I'm sure with what's going on right now doesn't help. It just makes me feel very sad as she was extremely talented and she was loved by so many people. And to see this happen is just very disheartening. And just, and so many other people go through this every day as well. But seeing it brought to the public eye like this, it just, it really hits home for, I'm sure, many people seeing this. And. We give our thoughts to her friends, family, and fans who follow Akai Cohen, and I'm sure it's going to be a shock for a while, and I just hope that we don't see this again anytime soon. With that, let's continue on to this week's music corner here, and this week you have the reins, Luna, so why don't you go ahead and take it? All right, so this week, my choice was Leola. So she is a pop rock vocalist who began her career in 2016 with the debut single Rainbow. She's currently signed to Sony Music Associated, but she's managed by LDH. So she, Leola is actually her stage name. Her real name is Sugano Yudi. And the name Leola actually has a meaning. It's derived from the Hawaiian words Leo, meaning voice, and La, meaning son. So it's pretty much like, I would say, Voice of the Sun, which you can feel that in her music when you listen to it. I can check out the translation for that, too. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, 
kind of. Uh, no, yeah, no, voice it's the Leo and La. It's that is voice of the sun. So, <laughs> hey, I guess right now I, 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 you know, it's my first experience with Hawaiian. So, or kind of. But and her voice really does feel like that. So I feel like she picked a really good stage name. And her music style is very relaxing, and she has a powerful voice, and you can hear it shining in her music, so it makes you feel really good inside, and that's one of the reasons I picked her. I feel like right now, everyone really needs something that cheers you up, that's beautiful, yet powerful, and that's what she showcases. So many of her tracks actually have a Hawaiian feel, especially in her first album, when you listen to a couple of them, you can hear it, especially... Let me pull it back up. I, I have so many names in my head, and I know I'm going to get one of them wrong. So, on our first one, Summertime, like, you can hear the... Kind of like, it feels like you're on a beach. And I love that summery feeling. And Summertime fits perfect with it. But it has, like, a Hawaiian feel. It sounds like there's a ukulele in it, but I'm not 100% sure. But that guitar at least sounds like it. And it's one of the reasons it drew me to her music is it just put me in a great mood. And it made me feel very happy and good inside. And not to mention, her voice really shines as it fits so well with the compositions. And the other interesting thing about her music is... She uses English in many of her songs, and she switches between both Japanese and English flawlessly, and it makes it just makes it for such an easy transition. And her tracks, and all her tracks to me, felt like they left me wanting more, just because I just got so into it. And when they all rolled together, it just made you feel so good that you're just like, oh, I want to listen to another. So her voice and music is pretty much very relaxing but it also has a powerful feel to it as you can tell she in her ballad she has an extremely powerful voice her newest track her newest track naimono this is a hard one to say naimono nedari is a absolutely gorgeous ballad and it shows off her powerful vocals which is amazing when you hear her ballads and this is a great example of one you hear the power behind her voice not only that is the composition is beautiful with that piano in it when you hear the piano and her voice they just match perfectly and let it fly is another favorite of mine and it's also because of the piano in it the beginning of it just sets the mood for a relaxing but powerful track with it as it's a song that uplifts your spirits and not to mention, her vocals flow perfectly with that piano, and it's just such an easy listen. I could listen to Let It Fly, like, all day. That's probably one of my top ones in the album. And like I said, Summertime, I mentioned before, has a Hawaiian feel. Composition is amazing. Sunshine and Happiness is, like, more of a poppy track, a little pop rock, and it just carries a really soothing feel, and it's super cute and fun. That was one of the first one. That's probably the one of the first tracks I heard by her and I just fell in love with it. And like, I love this. It just has this nice feel. You hear her voice shine through it and you feel the sunshine and happiness with it. And one of her newest ones, it came out in July, Hutari featuring Jade. And I'm already a fan of Jade. He's done a lot of great collaboration tracks. And this one is definitely up there with some of my favorites. Futari just shows off how well their voices mix as Jade 
has a very soothing voice. He's a great vocalist. And with Leola's voice and him is just such a good combination as they complement each other when they're singing and their vocals flow perfectly and flawlessly. So for me, it felt like such a perfect love song. Uh, I just, I just melted when I heard it. So those are just a few of the ones I recommend, but being honest, I would listen to all the music available on Apple Music or Spotify pretty much. She doesn't have a huge discography, so it should be a pretty easy listen. She's two studio albums, My Name is Leola, and Things Change But Not All. And she also has a mini album, which unfortunately is not on streaming, and I'm so disappointed, called Love Life and Laughter. And she has five physical singles, which you can find on there, her newest being Naimono Nerari and Futari. And she has 12 digital singles as well. And I highly recommend just checking her out on there. The music video for Naimono Nerari is available on our site. It's more of a live performance of her showcasing it than a music video. And it is a great example of her vocals. And go check out her official website, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, which we have on our site. And I'm interested in hearing what you two thought of her just because I usually take the more R&B route. So she's more of a pop rock person, but I wanted to switch it up. So what do you think, Gray? We'll start with you. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely loved her. I thought she was fantastic. I, I really, really liked her voice and her vocal stylings. Like you really hear her upbeat, positive nature in even even in like the ballads and the slower tracks, I mean, it shines through in the upbeat stuff. But I mean, you you always hear it in her voice, like this this ray of positivity that just shines down on you as you listen to her music. It really takes you from a dark place and puts you in a lighter place. Like I was struggling earlier today, and I was listening to some of her music, and it helped bring me from a dark place to a lighter place because of that positivity that just radiates in her music. And you, you really hear that. And her her vocal style is just so great and fantastic. It's like, I, like when you told me her name is, you know, Voice of the Sun in, in Hawaiian, her stage name, I was like, you know, that really makes a lot of sense, you know, having listened to her music and, and you know, processing her stuff. I really feel like, you know, that's very true. She, she has a very light and airy, voice that just you know matches all these wonderful harmonies that she's able to do uh i did tend to like the more upbeat tracks more that's just my personality uh one of the standouts for me was her song uh lucky me like that song is like uber catchy and if you that that's the one that i would recommend everyone go check out like lucky me is just a blast to listen to but futari is a beautiful beautiful love song uh umikaze is a gorgeous song too so She's got a lot of great tracks, and uh, she's definitely somebody I plan on that I plan to keep listening to. I'm eager to see what she does next, because uh, I'm I'm hopefully I, I want to hear more. Like you know that that's the mark of a good artist. Like Ooh, I want to hear more of this stuff, and uh, I felt like you know she was really fantastic, and I I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with her. So yeah, she was a very interesting vocalist to kind of piggyback off you, Gray. And she does have that very strong vocal presence, and which I actually really, really love about her. A lot of her songs, the the only thing that I'll have a bit of is 
a lot of her songs are cut from the same cloth, if you know what I mean. And they sound fairly fairly similar to each other. And that's only one thing I've noticed. I actually enjoyed it this time around. I'm not too sure if I'm going to enjoy it when we go to the roundup. But as of right now, I've really enjoyed my time with her. Like, the couple of the songs that actually stood out to me was Futari by with featuring Jade and Let It Fly was also another one of those songs that I actually really liked. I and I was also a really, really solid song that I ended up really, really liking. And her song that she did with Keisuke, A Weekend Paradise, was really, really good. Overall, she was a very solid vocalist, and I've, I'm really happy that you got to chose her this time around because it gives me something to kind of break away from the norm from what we usually do. I know that Ugrid probably wouldn't have gone on this. I probably wouldn't have gone onto this vocalist also. So it's kind of good that you brought this to our attention, Luna. So I'm kind of happy for that. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen with her with the future. I'm glad you two enjoyed her and that we all got a good listen and found a new artist to keep an eye for the future. So I'm also looking forward to see what else she'll do. I'm hoping to see another release by the end of the year, January. So this was a lot of fun and I'm, I know I'm going to continue listening to this one. Thank you, Luna, for the wonderful pick. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Yay, I'm glad. Yes, with that, let's continue on to this week's Oricon here. And this was, <laughs> I already knew what was going to be number one even before I even looked at the charts. But it was a very interesting feel overall, a very rock heavy feel, I could want to say, overall with these I agree newer to that. tracks. So first off, we have number 10 at with Hello EP once again at, with by Official Higedondism. Good. I mean, like I said, it it's all right. It didn't really tickle our feathers, but it is what it is. They're really popular. And it seems like they kind of listen to us because they haven't released anything after this. Which, if this was last year, they would have already released a new single. Maybe so. they're taking a little bit of a break. Yep, yes. But with that, this week, Hello EP sold a lovely 16,453 points. And going on up to number nine, it is Emerald by Back Number. This was a digital single release done by the band Back Number. And what did we feel about this? So I greatly enjoyed it. And I haven't listened to Back Number in a while, but I remember the last song we had by them. Was it Happy Birthday? Yes. I think so. Yeah, I remember really liking that one too. So, and I enjoyed Emirado a lot so the first I listened to it more than once today because I went through the Oricon really early really early and then I listened to it again just to refresh myself and I ended up the first time I listened to Emirado I was really iffy and it's like I liked it but I didn't know how I felt the second time more solidified it I don't like it as much as Happy Birthday but it was an enjoyable song and I hit the plus sign on Apple Music so that, that's a good thing when I do that. But I thought it was great. And I mean, it's your typical back number song, which I felt, but I liked their vocals, the composition of it, I felt was very nice. And it was just solid overall. Yeah, I, I thought Emerald was a fun track. Uh, I, I had to listen to it twice as well because I, I too listened to the Oricon kind of early and I needed to go back and re-listen to it. 
and I did like it a lot more the second time than I did the first time I listened to it. Uh, it, it, it is it's a nice little rock number. About all I can say about it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, with Back Number, I've been kind of looking forward to a lot of their releases as of late. And Emerald kind of checks all the boxes that I need for this band to kind of succeed, so to speak. So good for them. And I'm looking forward to their next release now. Hopefully there's going to be a, an album sooner or later. So... But with that, Emerald sold a lovely 17,428 points here. And going on up to Shila no Yoni by 10 feet. So this is like, I want to say this is the first or second time that we actually got to deal with 10 feet on the single side. I want to hear how you guys like this new approach by them. So let's start with you, Gray. It was okay. It was an enjoy- like. It was an enjoyable song. I, I felt like it's, it's very reminiscent of 80s rock. And, you know, that can be a good and bad thing depending on the person and who they're li- who's listening to it. Uh, for me, like, I, I grew up listening to 80s rock. It, in some ways, it was like a wheelhouse. And in other ways, I was like, man, I kind of got burnt out on 80s rock a few years ago. So, me, I was kind of indifferent on this song. I don't think it's bad per se. But at the same time, I wasn't really feeling it. So for me, I'm, I'm kind of so-so on it. I think quality-wise, it's good. And if you like an older rock style, especially like in the vein of like 80s rock and stuff like that, th- this is something I would recommend you checking out. I think you might enjoy this. If you absolutely hate 80s rock, I would stay away from this with like all the passion that you could because I don't think you'll like it. But... All in all, I, I was like, it's kind of iffy on it, but it, it I, I hear the quality and I see it just, I guess I just wasn't quite in the mood for it. And so it just didn't quite settle on me. So I enjoyed it. I like the 80s style and feel to it. And it's not something I'm typically going to go to. However, I thought it was a very, very solid single and all the tracks were enjoyable I was I wanted to look a little bit more into the group just because of the style they were doing. We don't hear that too often on the Oricon. I mean, we hear the rock, but not like the 80s rock style. So when I heard this, I was extremely surprised. And it made me smile knowing that there's a good fan base for this still. Yeah, so that's one thing that I was taking from when I was going to approach 10 feet. They do do that 80s styles a lot more and they're quite known for it. And a lot of people actually really like them for that. However, this for this song for this single, "Shira no Yoni," it was it was alright. I mean, there's nothing to call the cows home to, so to speak, with it. And we need songs like this occasionally, just to be like, oh yeah, it's a decent release, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not too sure anything else about it. I'm I'll probably forget about it next week, to be perfectly honest same um, yeah it's the bad thing about it but this week it sold a lovely 19,386 points and going on up to number seven it is make you happy by niju all the tiktokers and instagrammers are using this song to death this week it sold a lovely 21,369 points and going on up to number six it is yoda ni kakeru by yao sobi Nothing more we can say here. They've been on here for like the longest time now, so I'm good on them and I can't wait for the album. So 
This week it sold a lovely 24,503 points. And number five, it is Gorenge by Lisa. It is probably just specifically because it's on Leo 9. That's why it came back again much more, even so. So there's that. Good for it. It's still re remaining relevant. And, of course, because of Demon Slayer Yaiba Mugen Train movie. Actually, absolutely smashed the box offices in Japan. So that there's that. That also kind of helped its appeal a little bit even more. So this week it sold a lovely... 24,989 points and going on up to number four it is Tomuno Inori by the lovely Kobukuro and it's been a while since we talked about them how do we like this song so I I in general like uh, Kobukuro they've done a lot of enjoyable songs and duets I've really enjoyed I loved it I thought it was very solid for them, and I'm glad to see them on the singles because it's been a good while since I've seen them, and it's just a very powerful emotional track, and they are great at expressing that in their music, and I think that's one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much. And I, the B-side I thought was very well done as well. It's also a solid ballad, however... I really think their main one, I really think Tomoru Inori was the best track on her besides Lullaby. And it was just amazing and just brought out all the emotions in you. I would love to see them come back on here in the future with, you know, another single. I know they don't do like a ton, a ton because they've been around for forever in a day and they release solid music. So it's actually been a good while since their last release, like 2018 with their best album, uh, besides some singles here and there. So I'm just glad to see them back on here. And they, this is also one of my favorites of the week. Yeah, I, I love this. Uh, uh, to me, it was song of the week. And I will say number one is a pretty good second. We'll get to, to one when we get to it. But me personally, I just felt like this was just like really they're both songs I thoroughly enjoyed. They're beautiful songs. They're very resonant, uh, and the vocal work on both of those tracks was just wonderfully done. So, I really, really enjoyed this. I I vaguely remember talking about them in the past, but it it's been a while, and I I, I don't have the best memory, so I, I don't remember any other of their work, but. I did enjoy this. I do recommend everyone to go and check this out. It's a really good, wonderful ballad, and I, I can't express enough. Like This is a fantastic song. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I, it's, it's, a very, it's a very strong rock song, and you are right, Luna, that Lullaby is very, very good also. And on the whole, it was fairly decent in my point of view. I I did like Sotsugyo, their their other release that was released back in March, but uh, Tomuno Inori was really good overall. So uh, there's that, and that's they kind of came out punching at the end of the year with this, so that's good for them. Regardless, Tomuno Inori sold a lovely twenty thousand two hundred and fifty five points, and going on up to number three, it is Dynamite by BTS, still selling strong. Helps with the Samsung integration a lot more, so there's that. And this week it sold a lovely 39,859 points. And going on up to number two, it is Kissing My Lips Slash Stories by Snowman once again. 
on here. So, I mean, after the sensational week that they had last week, it would be very difficult to not see them again. So, good for them. This week, it sold their lovely 43,074 copies. And going on up to number one, it is Homura by Lisa. Now, this is the official theme song for the Demon Saber, Yaiba, Mugen Train, and... This was actually really, really good. I personally thought it was really, really good. It's a very emotionally failed track. And this is kind of the release that Lisa did need with it. And so I'm actually really happy for this. However, I think even without it being attached to to Demon Slayer, I think it would have sold very, very well regardless because it's a solid track overall. How did we feel about Homura? Uh, yeah. I... Go on, Luna. Oh, no, you can go. Okay. Uh, I was... For me, personally, I I would dare say this is her best track. I, I don't have the... I haven't listened to her whole discography, but of what I've heard, I, I think this is easily my favorite track that she's done. It, it's a wonderful track, and I mean, I really like Garenge, and I feel like this song's way better. You, Ken's right. You really hear her emotions and it's a very powerful song and is done super well and I'm I'm glad to see it here I think this is like I said easily her best in my in my opinion I think this is her best song and uh, I would almost hit plus to listen to it but I really really like Garenge and I never went back and listened to it and I downloaded it so history is telling me I, I don't know if I want to download it or not on my phone but I, I might go back and grab it. I don't know. I'm still I'm still meditating on it. But this is a great song nonetheless, because it, I like I said I think this is her best song overall. It's just a wonderfully done song. So I also loved it, and I do agree. It's one of her best tracks. I mean, my heart still lies with Oath Sign. However, Homura is a emotionally filled ballad, and Lisa pulls it off beautifully. And I've already listened to it more than once since it came out. It is just amazing. And I did hit the plus sign. I just couldn't help myself. And the whole single as a whole, I think, is fantastic. I think Homura is the shining light of the single, which it should be. But the B, you know, the other tracks are fantastic too. But the I, I agree with Ken on even if this was not tied to Demon Slayer, this still would have been number one. Just by the emotion and power Lisa put into this track is phenomenal, and I love it just as much as Gudenge, and I think it's probably even a little better than Gudenge, but they're both amazing, amazing songs by Lisa, and I cannot say enough about this one, and this is, Homoda is one I'm still going to listen to, and I have not seen Demon Slayer yet. And I love this track. So without even seeing the movie or the anime, I fell in love with it. And I think Homoda is a track everyone can have a connection to because of the emotion and the power behind it. And I I just, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I think we, you know, we all agree this is one of her best songs. And she actually pulled it off. I was, like I said, all three of us were worried about her next track after Garenge's mm-hmm. hit. Her next single had to be a hit out of the park. And Homura did that. And I really appreciate that she went, she 
was able to do it, honestly. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Uh, we were all worried about that, but she pulled it off and did, I think, a better job than anyone imagined. I didn't think... No one thought she could match good Enge's power, but with Homura, I think she did. Yeah, so, I mean, this week she sold a lovely 160,556 point. And I'm going to kind of sidebar here with the albums because I'm just going to go right into it. Obviously, she also took number one with her album Leo 9, which sold 74,057 points. And with that, she is one of the only artists to to kind of do this in the Reiwa era or just overall. So she sold first place single sold physical digital tracks for Homura, single tracks, first place, first place streaming and first place overall like we just announced. Leo 9 also sold physical copies first place, digital albums first place. And overall ranking first place, like we just announced too. In a span of one week, she re- she reached a world wrecking seven awards for first place rankings. That is one of the best in a long time, and the first to do it in the Reiwa era. So congratulations to Lisa on everything because we were really worried about it. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'm so happy for her that she was able to break these records, and she deserves it. I mean, she did phenomenal on her album, Leo 9, and not just that, Homura is a amazing single, and for her to accomplish this is just significant, and I could not congratulate her enough. I, I just feel like this is a just great for her, and I am so happy. Omedito, Lisa! Yeah, uh, congrats, Lisa. You slay queen. So this also kind of goes into my other thing is, do you think she's done? No. I think she's just getting started. I think she's going to keep going. I can't see her slowing down right now. I know she did get married recently, but I still that didn't slow her down from Homura and releasing Leo 9. I, I don't think she's going to stop. I'm pretty sure for Homura... She already had that in the can before she got married because they're probably thinking of the song for the, the that. Yeah, that was probably already in the works. That was probably However, already in the works. And same yeah. for Leo Nine. I'm not too sure because I don't know how far in advance she would have needed to made the album. But as of right now, I'm not too sure because we also get remember Nishino Kana. We also have that. Mm, don't bring that up. I'm still upset. I'm still very upset. I look at my Blu-rays and CDs every day and cry a little inside. She's, so we I, haven't heard a peep out of her for over the no, year. No, no. She she was gonna travel the world. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that that kind of got side railed. <laughs> yeah, I I think with Lisa, I think she. I honestly think she's gonna continue because she's had a successful career so far, and she's building it up from here. But reaching this peak and reaching this statue that she you know all these records she's broken i feel like it might give her more push to even go further but yeah. at the same time like with nishino kana you don't know she could be like i've reached what i needed to do i've accomplished what i needed to accomplish i want to settle down with my husband so yeah. it could go either way i mean because i think time will she tell reached all these these records now there's a three-way tie there's who knows who's gonna hit this is going to be very interesting when we come to the end of the end of the year records because 
obviously we're gonna have Lisa for female vocalist. Yep. Aimeon didn't reach any of those records. No, and I'm disappointed that, but at the same time, Lisa also had Duel and a lot of hype toward her. Like, tons of hype. And it was, you know, Demon Slayer helped, but I still feel like everyone was hyped in general for this release. Yeah, so that didn't really help it. Then we also have the elephant in the room of Yonezu Kenshi. He's going to take number one. He's still going strong. Um, But we also have Adashi's album. That's going to blow it off the charts because, so I bought a copy. I haven't checked to see how many sold out, but their Blu-ray concert sold out before I could buy it. And I'm still upset I didn't get to buy either copy. But, you know, this album, I mean, this is their, before their hiatus. I can see Arashi going boom. However, with Arashi, I see them more as a group male, like, I'm going to group them as more male vocalists in a group, not just male vocalists. So if you separate it out by groups, like female group, male group, female vocalist, male vocalist, Kenshi's going to take it. However, if you have to lump them all together by like, I really think it's going to be a big toss up between Kenshi and Adashi. And Adashi could break those records, but Kenshi's still going strong. He's still on the charts. I mean, he's still selling a good chunk for Stray Sheep. Yeah. So it's going to be... You know, but Adashi did really good with their digital singles they released. So it's going to be a really tight competition between those two. But yeah. I I really think Lisa's going to take female vocalist with Sing Homura, Gudenge, and Leo9 on the charts and just peaking at number one, you know, and selling as much as it did. Yes, she's pretty much a shoe-in for female vocalists because her only competition would have been Aimeon and Millet. Just going to be honest right there. Those were her female, you know, competition. I think Lisa actually won with how often we've seen her digital, her Gudenge on the charts. And now Homura and Leo9, so. Yeah, so I mean, overall this year was very interesting, but you have you have people, you have the passing of the guard with Odyssey because literally they are the last of the Heisei or one of the bigger groups of the Heisei that is going to stand down for this new generation. So it's kind of interesting to see what is going to take Reira into the future. What is going to be that staple that the other artists, future artists, that we're going to see pop up if we keep doing this for how many years, kind of see the inspirations of. And I can't wait. I forgot. I'm so rude. What do you think, Gray? As of right now, who do you think is going to take number one? If I had to guess, Arashi. Like I can see the scenario where Kenshi is is number one, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be Arashi, just because they're so beloved. They're so huge. I mean, look at how big their 5X went. I mean, that thing was colossal. And I think this upcoming release is more important than than their 20th anniversary album so like i said i i think it'll be arashi but i i it's hard to say if we are going to group male vocalists with male vocalists and groups and male groups with male groups who do you think is going to take the female groups the female groups i i couldn't tell you i have no clue usually it's akb 
and but they have been quiet this year, so they only released like one or two tracks at that. Yeah. yeah the um, only oh. the only track that I could see them actually getting Garnation from is the anniversary reunion track that got released back in July. But even yeah. so that was only one time. Like I'm I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of a If we're going by Oricon, I I'm going to say Blackpink. And I know they're not Japanese. Uh, let's, However, let's, keep, let's keep it domestic. Also, okay. I haven't seen them on the Oricon. Uh, they're on the albums again. Yeah, it's on the albums. It's and they also, albums. how you like that, made it on singles. I mean, keeping it... To be fair, if I had to guess, I was I was going to guess... Um, yeah, I have no idea. I can't remember... I, I don't remember any female groups that released an album other than Blackpink, so... Oh, Kei Kizaka just... Yeah, Kia dropped one. with their five men with their farewell, and that could lead into Sakurazaka's success. But, yeah, yeah, so I mean, that's possible. It could. I mean, since we're keeping it domestic, it's going to be one of the forty-eight or forty-sixes, no doubt. If we're going by Oricon, I have a different opinion, but I, you know, and I haven't paid attention to the forty-eight, forty-sixes to be honest. But it would be one of them. No doubt, because their e-girls hasn't really done anything this year, or you know, if they have not much, and a lot of the other girl groups like just don't make it. You know, don't make it as far. I feel like the competition for that is very, very difficult. Yeah, it, it it's. I mean, to be fair, twenty twenty has been a bad year for girl groups. Like they haven't. Like they, they just there just hasn't been that many like like the big big ones that really bring in numbers have been quiet like the forty eights yeah. and, and, it, and oh, yeah. it's, it's mostly because probably because they needed that numbers for their concerts and because yep. they're not doing yeah. concerts it's really freaking difficult to continue on with this yeah yeah and yeah, yeah for domestic wise it's competition this year is just really hard now you're going non domestic. Oh, I have. Korea. I mean, it's Korea. Yeah, it's Korea. They're dominating, and I'm just no, gonna I, say it right if, there. If I was to put that into the boys' group as well, then BTS dominated. It's oh, it's, I agree. It's not even a fact. Like, yeah. I'll be interested and to see Odyssey's numbers, but BTS they'll. If we're gonna go non-domestic, you're gonna include BTS's numbers across the world. Yeah, and they had that new Japanese album. Not to mention all their Korean stuff they did, their tours, their documentary that was shown in theaters. If you factor in all of that, then you're going to, yes, you're going to get BTS, but we're talking domestic. I mean, Japan has actually had some good domination from boy groups in general, domestic wise. I mean, not just Arashi, but you're talking um, some of the exile groups, you know, who've made it. I mean, they're nowhere near Arashi numbers. However, we've seen a good amount. Yeah, like LD, Snowman. LDH has been doing well. Well, Snowman oh, is. Yes. Uh, well, Snowman's Johnny's anyway. So. Johnny's. But Johnny's in general always does well. So I feel like if you're going into boy groups, they've seen way more success than the female groups lately. And I really feel like the Johnny's and LDH has had way better material, way mm. better music behind it because I've kind of lost that momentum with the 48 and 46s. I just haven't and i i if, think they need to change a little bit of things if i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a wild card here i'll say it's an anime group that makes number one sales for for idols Gladys. no not gladys i think claris no i'm in love life 
Love, oh, you're right. Yeah. And you think about Love Live, they've actually done a lot this year. And not only Love Live, but Bang Dream has done very well if you include all their groups. Yeah. So bringing those into the mix, you know what? It would be either Love Live or Bang Dream because I think they've hit the charts more so if you include all the groups into those than the 48 or 46s. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's good to we're literally near the end of this race here of 2020 of the lovely year that is 2020. It's interesting to see and I figured we we should be talking about this just a little bit because of everything that all the records that Lisa just pulled off, it would be interesting to kind of see what happens. So, oh, I completely agree. I'm very curious how 2020 is going to look at the end. You know, like when we get to the end of the year and see the final numbers. Oh, yeah. It'll be uh it'll be very interesting to say the least. But yeah, with that, you can check us out on all the social media stuff. You can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at ongakudu. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can also find us on YouTube at ongakudu. You can also find our lovely affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a retro horror Twitch streamer, and you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate. Temper Tafu does the lovely variety of giggles and games. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-F-T. He just finished Doom, the the latest one. So I keep pushing him to go into Eternal, but he doesn't want to rip and tear too much. But you can check him out there. You can also check out Luna's sister Rose, who's been doing a lot of various things. She was doing Genshin Impact and doing a lot of art streams as of late. But you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-C-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name. She is a variety streamer that does all very healthily with the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with me, Fangirl, Kyo, and Timber called Podosaurus. This week we talked about the very spooky things in horror in the genre overall. You can check that out at Kuryu Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can also check me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash where currently I was doing Resident Evil 1 but yeah no I can't handle that no more so I am now twitch streaming the lovely game until dawn and as long as I go through the first hour of non-stop jump scares I think I'll be okay <laughs> but yeah you can find me on twitter at otyken1 where I talk about bang dream Aina Aiba bang dream the world series as of right now because somehow some way the dodgers got into the world series and they beat the braves yeah they bought the braves they bought the oh. Braves three to one. Oh man it was, nice. it was such a the game seven was amazing it was probably one of the best games i ever watched but yeah you can check out my ramblings there at otyk1 where can we see you gray 
You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, all that fun stuff. I tweeted about Kamen Rider Saber earlier today, so if you want my thoughts and opinions on the latest Kamen Rider season, definitely check me out there. And you, Luna? You can find me on my anime list, Anime Planet, Letterboxd, and Twitter at LunaMaria87 and Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram. You can see what I've been watching. And I've been talking about horror as of late, as it's October and my favorite month. So you can see all the lovely horror tweets and scary tweets. And I have been going through Vampire Night, and I'm almost done. So maybe you'll see a little bit of something on Twitter later. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna saying thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Ja matane. This is great. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.